This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Welcome to I'm So Obsessed, where we talk with actors, artists, and creators about their work, career, and current obsession. I'm your host, Patrick Holland, and today my guest is the actor, musician, movie star, and host of the National Geographic show, The World According to Jeff Goldblum, it's Jeff Goldblum. This week, he returns to the screen in one of his most iconic film roles, Dr. Ian Malcolm, in the new movie, Jurassic World Dominion. To celebrate, we thought we'd re-release an interview I did with him back on November 10th, 2021. Now, this interview was recorded just ahead of the season two premiere of The World According to Jeff Goldblum. But to get you in that dinosaur mood, here's part of the trailer for Jurassic World Dominion. If our world's gonna survive, what matters is what we do now. I can use your expertise. You coming or what? A baby raptor? I made a promise we would bring her home. You made a promise to a dinosaur? Yeah. Run! See, not so bad. Um, I think like a lot of people, I'm so obsessed with you. Um, actually, that sounds kind of creepy when I say it like that. But uh, not I'm at really... all, Patrick. <laughs> I'm happy to be here with you. CNET and CNET. What's that stand for, CNET? Um, CNET is a, a old like computer term from like the 90s. Uh, but I think I, I like to say it stands for culture, news, entertainment and technology. Though my bosses say we are not allowed to use that. So, uh, yeah, between uh, us. Hey, okay, I want to mum's the word. <laughs> mum's the word, right? Um, yeah. I, I say, um, you are like such a fashionable person, um, whether you're doing interviews or even right. Oh, my goodness. This, I wish we had, we're just doing audio, but the jacket, what is that jacket? The jacket's amazing. Thank you very much. It's a bomber style jacket, but the, uh, the, um, the material is this sort of fake um, reptile kind of boa constrictor. Uh, looking uh, leather, and my shirt is a sort of a dark on dark cheetah print, something or other. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. the two prints, I, I don't think I could pull those two prints off uh, as well. Yes, you could. I, I, I'm I, looking at you, and I say that you could. You have now a doctor's <laughs> excuse. I'll write. I'll write you out a little uh, script for it. Well, and as someone who is very fashionable and thoughtful about what they wear, uh, I also noticed you you are very good at accessorizing the hats, the glasses, and they're almost like a prop sometimes when you're in interviews. Um, and I'm, yeah, there we go. Uh, on cue, we have glasses. Yeah, these glasses that you're looking at are Jacques-Marie Mage is the company that makes it. And believe it or not, I collaborated with Jacques-Marie Mage and they've come out with a frame called the Jeff. This is... The Jeff frame, there are three different uh, colors. Anyway, they sold out right away, but we're, we're coming out with more. You can get the Jeff frame from Jacques-Marie Mage. Oh my God, I definitely want to, if there's a line I could get in for this, let me know, because I do wear okay. glasses. I've decided not to wear them because I think I look a little less nerdy with, uh, without the glasses. You would look fantastic with glasses. You look great 
without them, but uh, I'm sure you would look good both ways. Well, look I wanted that. to For ask people you. who don't know, you've got great facial hair. You like you, that? You, you look fantastic. Yeah. Wow. You look like you look like um, uh, a, a, a Buffalo Bill. You know, Wild Bill. Um, <laughs> well, uh, Wild Bill Hitchcock. Yes. Did you ever see that movie by Robert Altman, uh, Buffalo Bill and the Indians? And he's played by Paul Newman. You look like Paul Newman playing Buffalo Bill. Um, uh, I wish my mom was still alive because she would love to know that Jeff Goldblum just told her son that he looks like Paul Newman. That's uh, well, I wish yeah. she was. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what was her name? Her name was Nancy, Nancy Holland. She was a, a registered nurse. Oh, Nancy. Really? My dad was a doctor. Did she treat you? Did she give you things? Oh, well, she would, her thing would be like, uh, cause she wanted us to stay out of trouble. So if there was something crazy that um, someone had or someone was doing drugs or uh, I remember one time she came home and this reminded my brother and I not to uh, place objects in places they don't go. Like uh, it found out that maybe a patient of hers had put a shampoo bottle in a location that shampoo bottles aren't designed to go. And, and we're like, so half the time you my brother and I'd be like, Not in your, in your rectum? Yeah, in your oh rectum, yeah. Oh my golly. And, and my brother, wow. and I, why would we ever do that? Hey, yeah, that well, why indeed? Well, people do a lot of mysterious things. <laughs> that's good. Well, um, is that with the case with your father? Did you did uh, he kind of treat you or, or or have like warnings for you? Uh, yes, yes, he did. Hey, how about Nancy? If she could see you now doing all these interviews, you know, and using microdosing, uh, you know, with the hallucinogenics to do them. That would be something. I'm not going to, we shouldn't tell her if we run into her. Um, yeah, I think that's my, wise. My, yeah, what, what? I think that's wise. Yeah, that's probably wise. The, um, my dad, yes, he would, he would treat us, but, but, you know, he gave us some, um, whenever we had, you know, flu or something, he would give us ASA and codeine or Percodan, it was like these strong things. And I, I associate being sick or getting better or the fever breaking with being pretty high, you know, on this Percodan stuff. Oh my God, you know, I'm very careful now. I'm straight, I'm straight as a pin now. I'm, 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 I'm on the natch for many decades. I was say, and uh, I'm listening and there, I'm in New York. We have a lovely siren going in the background here to serenade our interview. Um, mm. But I would imagine that would be hard to, to cut out. And uh, another thing I imagine is <laughs> it's like it's I like it. It's, it's, it's lively. I like it. I'm in New York, too. I love New York. Oh, New York's so beautiful. I love the fall in New York right now. Yeah, yeah perfect weather. We're at a perfect time right now. Well, and I'm wondering, is you're hearing like the rhythm of the siren. I know you're a big jazz guy. Like, is there a riff you would build off of that like rhythm of the bump? It sounds like a oh, I know it. That sounds like Herbie Hancock Hancock's drifting. Yeah, I like that. Nice little Herbie Hancock. All right, let's uh, let's jump into your show, The World According to Jeff Goldblum. And for our listeners, here is a bit of the season two trailer. Are you like me, Jeff Goldblum? Maybe we share an interest in monsters, fireworks, magic, motorcycles, dogs. Let's do that. Want to take some photos with him? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. 
my acting life caused me to seek openness and interest in the unseen. There's always a moment of fear. Oh, wow! It's just the unknown, I guess. Am I going to be 100% safe? You're going to be like 99.8% safe. Here goes nothing. I love to learn about everything. I love uh -oh. I'm curious. Uh -oh. This is how terrible. Is this <laughs> wow. Like, how, like, is it dust. as simple we'll as you're going like, you know Sometimes like life's most important moments demand courage. We're doing an episode of The journey it. is it, how not the destination. Enjoy the ride. They that's are very good. The people possible at ten gold That's my highest possible rate. Sarah Brailsford and Arafir Mohammed, John Hodgson, they're very, very good and collaborative. And also, uh, Nat Geo is involved, and they're they're wonderful. And they come up with topics, and we start talking about them early on. And I even record uh, sometimes hours of my free associations and past histories with and feelings about and considerations about uh, you know all these topics. And we kind of you know finally decide on. Uh, what would be most interesting me, for me to be, uh, you know, explorational and adventurous and with what there might be some secret science and interesting things about and uh, things that I could people that I could meet that I could be playful with and and curious. Uh, uh, that, that's what we do. And we finally come up with them kind of organically like that, you know, um, yeah, but it worked out well. I love I love this show. And then they and then on on the on the day, you know, they have a crew. We have a small crew and I I just jabber on to the camera and play with the people and try to mess it up in every unconventional way that I can. And they're very good. They they uh, make me look good and sound coherent with good editing. And uh, and I watch these shows and I they kind of delight me and sometimes choke me up. I give them all my old home movies from when I was in Pittsburgh, when I was a kid and my photo albums. And they surprise me and include those. Uh, I get choked up when I watch these shows. They're, they're, they're really cute. Yeah. And I think if there's like an episode um, you're exploring magic and you're looking at this magician, Eric Blackwell, and he turns a piece of paper with your help because uh, you're holding a lighter into a yep. wad of cash. And afterwards, there's this conversation that breaks out and all of you guys are talking about what it is about magic and it the idea of it takes you out of reality takes you out of the ordinary and i think that's a really apt description of your show as well that it just takes us out of this reality it puts us in this fun world uh you have such a likable personality i'm wondering is is that intentional is that uh, a, an element of the show that uh you think is why people are so drawn to it okay let's put jeff goldblum in a fun location and see what happens hey that's true i think that's part of how they choose the people and let's what what would be fun to see jeff you know i do i climb big sequoia trees in this and in that dog's episode i episode i go mushing urban mushing i'm on some kind of jerry rig contraption being uh, dragged along along at high speed over a bumpy road by a bunch of huskies you know and uh and then in that same episode, I they're, 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 they rescue dogs. This company rescues them and uh, trains them, the ones who can be trained to rescue people when they're trapped in rubble after a disaster. And they have this training uh, little place with a bunch of rubble that's been set up. And I, lo I get lost in that. I kind of situated myself in a pipe and the dog had to find me and only the dog could find me. You know, stuff like that. Yes, and then I did trapeze 
for uh, an episode. I'm I'm doing traffic. I'm like a kind of a goofy weatherman. Sometimes they just go, <laughs> let's let's put him out there and, and see what kind of uh, you know mischief we can uh, make. But um, but they're very good. And I, so I'm out of my comfort zone and uh, ready to play. It's an adventure. And and by doing that, we do sort of get a deeper understanding, we hope, and I feel that I did, uh, about the extraordinary aspects of ordinary things, things that we might take for granted that are familiar, that we may love around us, but there are some secret, extraordinary mysteries about them that we uncover. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. So the name of our podcast, Jeff, is I'm So Obsessed. What are you currently obsessed with? Oh, you know, and I think it's because of this show and I've been talking about this show. I find myself going on YouTube because um, uh, I use that a lot because you can see old jazz performances. You can find everything, as you know, on that and, uh, you know, scenes from movies that you like. But right now I'm listening to physicists and a lot of people talk about because um, we did an episode on fireworks and, and it's made me, and, I, and during that episode, I talked to an astronaut about the heavens and about the stars and about astronomy. And I find myself kind of obsessed with string theory and 11 dimensions and, and, and different people, very smart people talking about the universe, the age of it, the shape of it, who we are, if there are any other, if there's any other intelligent life out there, all sorts of things like that, I've been a little bit obsessed with, frankly. Uh, yeah. So to round things up, we do a thing called Pick One on the show, where I give you a couple of things, you pick one, this goes really quick. Um, and the thing you pick doesn't necessarily mean it's better than the other. So let's jump into Pick One with Jeff Goldblum. Okay. So the first pick one is Pick One, The World According to Garp, or the world according to Al Gore, or the world according to Carl? Well, I, I'm not familiar with the Carl world. I know good dog Carl, but Al Gore I love. I had a, the privilege of meeting him, and uh, we should all, uh, we homo sapiens, uh, listen to his warnings and to his growing knowledge and our growing knowledge about uh, how we can best be stewards on this treasure of a Ming vase of a planet. And the first one, of course, was World According to, According to Garp. I saw that when it came out. And the wonderful, well, I did a couple of movies with Robin Williams, you know, but I did uh, a movie, but uh, um, um, The Big Chill with Glenn Close. That was her first movie, I believe. And so I love her in that. And I love that movie. It was from a lovely book. And John Lithgow, my pal, uh, whom I adore, is in that. So those first couple I would pick. Oh, excellent. And then uh, next pick one is your introduction shot in the Lost World Jurassic Park or your entrance in the film Earth Girls Are Easy. Pick one. Uh, well, I think you're talking about where I'm yawning in Last World in front of that, in front Absolutely, of Absolutely, that that's what I'm talking about. 
that's a nice, well, Mr. Steven Spielberg knows how to, uh, you know, create an entrance for an actor. I do like that. And we just did another Jurassic World Dominion, it's called. And so I'm looking forward to seeing that finish, but we had a great time doing that. So I have a special affection for that. And wait a minute, Earth Girls are easy. Well, we were just talking about intelligent life out there. I've played an alien or two and uh, battled aliens. And I think the entrance you're talking about there, well, I, I come out of that spaceship. You see me in the spaceship early on, but maybe you're talking about when I get my hair taken off of me and I Absolutely. come out of that uh, booth. Yeah, that's a heck of an entrance. I, I do like that a lot, but uh, so both of them. It would be difficult to choose, but I like them both. <laughs> <laughs> the Jeff Goldblum and the Mildred uh, Snitzer Orchestra song or cover, uh, uh, we have Cantaloupe Island or The Cat, pick one. Ooh, well, Cantaloupe Island, another Herbie Hancock uh, phantasmagorical tune. And then, of course, The Cat. Oh, well, that's from our second album. I've been playing that every single day because I've been going over all those tunes because we we're starting to play out and about. Again, we play at a place called... Uh, the Pendry Hotel and the Brightly every Wednesday when I'm when I'm not working back in L.A. And we're going to be playing at the Disney Concert Hall, believe it or not, in downtown L.A. Yeah, in the spring. Uh, so I've been we may play the cat for that. So I like the cat right now. I've been playing that a lot. Don't think it's uh, funky and, uh, and it's uh, I like that. Yeah, I like the video of it too, of you in the swimming pool. It's really dramatic. It's beautiful. That's at and Frank then, Sinatra's house. That's a pool. That's a piano put right in the middle of his pool, right in his house in Palm Springs. <laughs> See, that's someone's house is amazing. And yeah. the last one I have for you is uh, pick one. Life finds a way, or did he just throw my cat out of the window? Or why are you handing me the melt stick? He was interrupting. That's not a capital violation. Pick one. Ah, <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, life finds a way. Very uh, good. Uh, lo love that, of course. And of course, like I say, I have a special affection because I revisited being inside the shoes and the skin of Dr. Ian Malcolm again. So I'm, I'm currently full of, I'm pregnant with that once again. Um, the second one was... Um, was what was what? was Wes was, Anderson was the oh my Budapest. gosh the great Wes Anderson well I can't exactly divulge anything but I I've been <laughs> I've been I love Wes Anderson and I've I've seen him uh, recently and um, so I have a great affection for Mister the genius Mister Wes Anderson did he throw my cat out of the window hey that's a that's a good character based on as he told me uh, the real life. Um, fella named norm eisen who was uh who was uh, uh obama's ethics czar and he was when we were doing that movie in Gerlitz, germany he was uh the um ambassador u.s ambassador to the czech republic so i spent a couple of days with him in prague uh anyway my character is based on him really and i love that moment of the cat throwing out the window with my pal willem defoe and then the last one was what uh, oh, why are you handing stick. me the melt stick? My, he was interrupting. That's not a capital well, here, violation. Here again, you're so funny. I can't divulge <laughs> something about this either, but Taika Waititi, I've been in touch with recently, and we have an active creative collaboration. And um, that melt stick, I'm working with him, is just the greatest. He's a comic force of nature and a deeply good and soulful heart 
possessed uh, um, artist uh, and uh, and uh, I love the Grandmaster and fooling around and coming up with that. Uh, so all three of those, boy, that's a troika of uh, delight for me. <laughs> well, uh, I just want to thank you so much for uh, coming on. Oh my gosh! Well, I'm I'm full of beans, as you can tell, and uh, a million things. I like everything that you pulled out of me. You triggered just the right things. I think I'll stay pat with that potpourri of of uh, blathering. Well, I appreciate that, and I look forward to seeing you play live sometime. I really enjoy you as a musician as well. You're so sweet. I can't wait to see you, Patrick. Tap me on the shoulder when you get to one of these places. Let's uh, have a nice hug. Absolutely. Well, best wishes and take care, Jeff Goldblum. Thank you so best much. Best wishes, Patrick Holland. CNET, nothing but net. This has been Patrick Holland with CNET, nothing but net. I want to thank Jeff for chatting with me, and I want to thank you for listening. Jurassic World Dominion is in theaters starting June 10th. You can stream The World According to Jeff Goldblum on Disney+. I'm So Obsessed was created by our executive producer, Daniel Ramirez. Our editor and lead producer is Sophia Fox Sowell, and this episode was produced by Rebecca Fleener. Please take a moment and subscribe to I'm So Obsessed on your favorite podcast app. Follow the show on Twitter at I'm So Obsessed Pod. And until next time, take care.